0: Well, hello, ladies. Welcome back to the show. If you're new, welcome for the first time. I'm super glad that you are here. And I'm pumped to talk about today's episode. It is an incredibly important one. Truthfully, it doesn't even need an introduction because weekends and weight loss is a topic. That Honestly, I, I very rarely see somebody not struggle with this one. In all my years of coaching, thousands of women that I've worked with, weekends are freaking hard hard, you guys. And so if you're somebody who struggles with the weekend, and you feel like you just crush it during the week, and the weekend comes around, and it's just like all bets are off. And because of that, you're struggling to see the results that you want. It's like taking one step forward, two steps back, you're spinning your wheels, you're not getting into that fittest, most confident body that you want this episode is for you. We are going to tackle the topic of weekend weight loss. And most importantly, we're going to take action on it. We're going to talk about how to stop sabotaging your goals. And I'm super pumped because this is, again, just one of those topics that we just sometimes need a pep talk. This is very much a pep talk episode. It very much gets into some of the mindset stuff. You know, Naturally, we're always going to touch on the mindset because you can know what to do all day long. But if you don't change your thoughts and how you view your weight loss journey, it's going to be really hard to get to where you want to be. So we're going to talk about all of the things in today's episode. So let's get to it. What's up, you guys, you're listening to the podcast. It's all about balance with me, Hillary Downey. On this show, I'll teach you how to ditch bad dieting once and for all so you can quit gaining and losing the same weight over and over again, or get extreme diets that deprive you and don't work. With macro counting, you can learn how to lose weight eating the food you love. Pizza, cookies and wine, it's all on the table. But we don't just talk about diet around here. We'll cover fitness, mindset, lifestyle habits, all of the important topics I had to address in my own 100-pound weight loss journey that you'll need to reach your goals as well. You deserve to look and feel your best, and I'm so excited to walk beside you and show you how. It's time to unlearn what you've been taught about weight loss and discover that it's truly all about balance. So let's go. All right, ladies, I'm coming in hot with today's topic, and I'm dishing it out. I'm giving it to you straight because as your coach, I want you to succeed. So for that reason, I'm not going to sugarcoat this topic, okay? Guys, if you are using the weekend as a vacation from your habits, from your goals, you are really probably I'm almost certain going to struggle to get to where you want to be or it's going to take you an insane amount of time. And look, if you're okay with going really slow, you're just mostly focused on changing some of your habits, that's totally fine. Like maybe you just are somebody who's decided you're going to be what I call a weekday dieter. Hey, no problem. Do what you are going to do, but but if you want to change your body, and you want to see results, we can't ignore the weekend and the struggle and the sabotage that happens. I'll tell you, being a coach, I see lots of different struggles. And over the years, there are lots of common themes and things that trip women up on their journey. But nothing, nothing ruins a fat loss journey like weekend. And so the first part of me dishing this out to you is to tell you that, again, if you fall in the category of wanting to see results, you're going to have to get this one figured out. I mean, that's where I'm going to give it to you straight. I have very, 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 very rarely seen somebody be able to just take the whole weekend off and get to where they want to be. And so this is one of those topics that it's going to take Time to figure out. I think sometimes, again, we just tend to want to rush through changing our habits. And we think that in one weekend, we should have this figured out and it, we should like nail it. It should be perfect. And this is going to take some time. This is actually one of these things that I kind of refer to as it's a muscle that you're going to have to flex, like being able to conquer the weekend and do it in a way that works for you because it looks different for everybody. Like everybody's solutions to being able to see progress on the weekend and, and therefore get into that goal body looks really different because we all have different lifestyles, different backgrounds, different struggles. So figuring it out and just understanding that it's going to take some time, you're not going to figure it all out in one weekend is incredibly important. I want to put into perspective one of my main quotes that I'm always sharing and Funny story, when I started on Instagram, gosh, what like a decade ago, so crazy to say that. Now, back before there was a ton of social media influencer content creators, it was still, you know, a small little pool out there. One thing that actually sent me like viral, I guess you can call it or whatever, on social media was a post that I shared where I gave the stats for the weekend. And so then I coined this term. It has become something that I say all the time inside of our programs on social media when I'm coaching somebody. And it is this Friday through Sunday is 43% of your week. Okay. So let's like break that down really quick. Okay. Most people aren't just taking like Saturday off, right? Like, let's be real. Like, if you have a weekend struggle, it usually starts on Friday. And if you're taking Friday, off because you're like, woohoo, it's the weekend, let's go, I'm ready to relax. Or you're not quite like planned and prepared, so you're just kind of like winging it on Friday, right? Then on Saturday, it's like definitely the day, right, where you're relaxing or maybe you're running around busy if you've got a lot going on, you're going and doing things. So again, you're winging it. And usually by Sunday, it's like, oh, I've kind of like had these couple days off, like may as well just finish that out today and get right back to it on Monday, right? This is what again, weekday dieting. It's such a common thing. You are not alone. But thinking about this in terms of percentages, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday makes up 43% of the week. So what that means is that if you are taking Friday through Sunday off of your goals, off of your habits, and treating it like a vacation, then that means that almost half of your week is spent not doing what you need to be doing to move the needle forward to get the progress that you want to see. And I give that stat to you because I am a numbers person. And oftentimes, macro counters are. They just really they need to like see the numbers to have it click. And the reason that that post went viral is because so many women were like, oh my gosh, I never thought about it that way. And that's because, I mean, our brains don't really compute these things, right? Like We're just going through the week. And if you're like me, the weekend isn't long enough. Like to tell me that Friday through Sunday is 43% of the week, which, oh, also... Just side note, I also went viral on this post because so many people came after me because they were like, Friday's not a part of the weekend. Okay, let's just, let's break this down again. Most people are treating Friday like a weekend. You know, that's the, you know, Friday, woohoo, let's go out to eat with the office and then it's, you know, pick a pizza on the way home. Like, I'm referring to people who really do take like the Friday through Sunday off approach. Anyways, back to my original point, the weekend just, it doesn't feel long in our brains. It's like when I think about my work week compared to my weekend, I'm like, yeah, the weekend goes by so fast, right? But the work week like drags on. But in reality, again, if you're breaking it down by numbers, we are talking about 43% of our week. And this is where I just see so many women struggle with feeling like, well, I can relax on the weekend. Like it's not, it's so short, right? It goes by so fast. Like it can't count for that much. Well, when we put the pen to paper and we look at the numbers, it is almost half. And here's another just little hard truth that I'm going to give to you showing up for your goals half of the time, sure. Again, you can make some progress, right? You're establishing some habits. You might be making some healthier choices half of the time. And if all you're trying to do is improve half of the time, then cool. But if you are truly trying to have an amazing transformation or you're just trying to get that last little bit of body fat off and get in good shape, showing up only 50% of the time is not going to cut it. Okay, half of the time on your goals and half off, if you really just kind of think about it, that is like taking one step forward, one step back. So if you are somebody who's constantly gaining and losing weight or you're just stuck, like you're not moving at all and you're somebody who is a weekday dieter who takes Friday through Sunday off, this is why. Think about it in terms of this percentage. Half the time you're on, half the time you're off. And unfortunately, we also have to take into account that even if you're going really hard during the week, it is so easy to undo By the end of the weekend. And this is really talking in terms of like your calorie deficit, right? Like you again, you might be making strides in your habits, which is great. But if on the weekend you become totally sedentary, now you're just sitting around more, or even if it's not that, maybe it's just that you're going out to eat, you're brunching, you're baking all the treats, you're treating yourself to pizza and Mexican food and all these things, and you're just over consuming calories on the weekend all that hard work, all of that staying in your calorie deficit in an instant, it feels like it can be undone. Because by the end of the weekend, you can now have put yourself outside of your calorie deficit. Maybe now you're just coming out at maintenance or possibly at surplus, which is how we end up gaining weight, consuming more calories than our body needs. And this is why I'm always really stressing that it's not about one day's calories. I mean, you just can't look at one day of calories, right? Or three days of calories or four days of calories. You really got to zoom out and look at your entire week. This is why at Balanced by Hillary, inside of our app and our programs, we focus on something called weekly weight loss because it's not about just one day. It is about zooming out and looking at your entire week. And we take the approach of your weekly calorie goal. This is why we use things like calorie cycling, which I'm going to talk about. Looking at your entire week, it doesn't matter if you crushed it all week. If you turn around and undo all of that by going over your calories, overeating, being more sedentary on the weekend. Let me tell you, it will change everything in your journey with your results when you get the weekend on track. So full transparency, guys, I have majorly struggled with weekend weight loss before. And it's funny because in my first fat loss journey, so after um, I had Tom and got pregnant for the first time and I was trying to lose weight, I was very routined in my weekends. There wasn't a lot going on. I wasn't doing just like a ton of travel or I wasn't very social, kind of had like a baby. Like I was home a lot. And I didn't really struggle with the weekends, to be honest. I had them very balanced. I just, it wasn't an issue for me in the beginning. And to be honest, this was reflected in my results. I saw very steady fat loss results. I mean, that weight loss journey honestly went quite smoothly for me. And at the time, I didn't know like exactly what pieces were contributing to me having this awesome, successful, fairly steady weight loss journey. But But when I went to get my COVID weight gain off, everything changed. This was very different because now I was in a very different place in life. I was a single mom. So I was dating, which meant more out to eat, more alcoholic drinks with my girlfriends. I was traveling a lot more. We were coming out of COVID times. So I was taking full advantage of being able to socialize. And like I've talked about in past episodes and on social media, socializing is really tough when you're on a fat loss journey because it is typically so centered around food and drink and not getting enough sleep and just all of these things that can contribute to putting a roadblock in front of you seeing the results that you want. So I experienced this really for the first time in my second fat loss journey. I coached women through it all throughout my coaching, but It was a different story for me when I realized how hard it is. So I share this because it's one of those things that I get it. Like, I get it. If you are somebody who struggles with the weekend, I've been in your shoes. And I will tell you, having gone through it myself, I know it's kind of tough to climb out of this one. I I really do. But I also want to tell you, having been through it myself and having coached women through it, this is going to be a key to your success. It just is. Like Again, I'm dishing out the hard truths today. This will change everything. And I cannot tell you how much my results took a turn and I actually started seeing progress when I got my weekends in check and also coaching women through this. Oh my gosh. I mean, the struggles that women will have with like nailing it during the week, hitting that protein goal, staying in those calories, getting those workouts in. And then they're just struggling on the weekend and they're frustrated. They're not seeing the results. And I'm like, all right, hard truth talk time. We got to get the weekends in check, right? And the ones who do it and realize that it has to be done and they take action on it and they make those changes. Again, they don't figure it all out in one weekend, but they actively make changes are the ones who were like, that was it. (laughs) It was the weekends, like that was the struggle. And now the fat loss is rolling. They're seeing the results. And I want that for you guys. So what I wanna do is just share some tips for how you can stop sabotaging yourself on the weekend so that you can finally, finally start seeing the weight loss results that you want. So the first thing we've gotta do to stop the weekend weight loss sabotage is we've got to fix our mindset around the weekend. And of course, I'm going to come out with this one first, because again, you've got to change the way that you think In order to change your habits, your behaviors, and your actions. Okay. So we've got to fix our mindset around the weekend. We've already talked about the statistic that Friday through Sunday is 43% of the week. We can understand that that's almost half and that showing up half of the time is not going to get us the incredible transformation or the results that we want. So that's the first one. But the other thing to change your mindset with is that the weekend isn't special. And this is a tough one. I see this be a little bit hard for some ladies because of Life. I mean, right? We've got these stressful weeks where we are running around, we're busy, maybe we're really focused on our job and that's stressful, or we're parents and we've got to get the kids from A to B, and the weekend comes and we don't have to work and we can relax a little bit and all these things, and we can just sort of like take a deep breath. And for us, the weekend can be like a vacation, right? From that busy, chaotic life sometimes. So, The mindset fix that you have to have is that the weekend is not a vacation from your goals. It can be relaxing, absolutely. It's supposed to be. That's the whole point. But it can't be a vacation from your goals. And we can't treat it as this special thing when in reality, it happens every single week. This is just the first thing that I think you've got to do before you could go like actually tackling the problems and and coming up with some solutions around all the other things is thinking about it in terms of, okay, this comes around every single week. It's not like it's a holiday or a vacation, something super special. like This happens every week. So I've got to really start thinking about this in terms of this is just life and sticking with my habits and behaviors on the weekend is what I have to do if I want to see results. The other part of the mindset side of this is honestly... I see so many ladies think that taking their foot off the gas pedal and eating, you know, really indulgent fast food that doesn't align with their goals or just totally Netflix binging, throwing off their sleep schedule, not really moving their body is going to be relaxing and enjoyable. And maybe temporarily that's true, but. I see more often that ladies actually, by the end of the weekend don't feel good. I mean, do you know what I'm talking about? I've certainly been there myself where it's like, oh, I just want to get to the weekend. I'm just going to eat all the food and do all the things and just relax. And like, then you get to Sunday after you've done it and you just don't feel good. Like you might feel bloated and inflamed and have digestion issues because you've been off your eating all weekend or mentally you don't feel good because you're like, wow, like I just went in the opposite direction of everything I did for myself this week. And now the scales up or my clothes For fitting tighter. Like, I feel so much further away from my goals. And that's where fixing your mindset comes into play of like, Did that actually feel good? Was it actually relaxing? And I'm going to talk about how you can relax on the weekend outside of those things. But I do think that's important to note when you're working on your mindset around the weekend, stopping and asking yourself, is it actually relaxing to completely let off of logging my food and completely throw my nutrition, my exercise, my self-care habits and goals completely out the window? the next tip I want to give truly applies to everyone. (laughs) I see this with every lady that comes through our programs or that I'm talking to in the DMs that you have got to plan For the weekend. No matter what your weekend looks like, maybe you're a busy mom and y'all are running around, there's sports, there's activities, and you're just like never home, or you don't know what your day is going to look like on the weekend, or you're somebody who has a really relaxed weekend, you're chill, you're at home, maybe you're doing some socializing. Like, no matter where you fall on the spectrum of how you approach your weekends, this one is really important and it is planning. Ahead. This literally applies to everyone. I've always been somebody who my weekends fluctuate. Like some weekends can be really, really, really chill. Other weekends can be really, really, really busy. It just depends on the season of life and what I've got going on. But both of those things are an obstacle and a struggle on the weekend. And the only way to tackle this one is to plan. And be prepared. So, one thing that I always suggest that ladies do is on Thursday, right? So, before that Friday, like forget about it it kicks in, right? Because once you get to Friday, I'm telling you, you're just like, I'm done. Check me out. I'm out of here. Like, I don't want to have to go think about these things. Like, I'm ready to relax. And honestly, it will be so much more enjoyable and relaxing on Friday if you spend your Thursday planning. And thinking about what's going on this weekend. And I get it. Like I know sometimes we don't know our schedules, or it could be, you know, kind of up in the air, but I'm not always buying that. You always can at least have somewhat of an idea of what's going on for your weekend, right? You might not know exactly where you're eating out, but you know you're gonna be doing some eating out. You know what the kids' sports schedule is, or you you have somewhat of an idea that's going on. And truthfully, even if you don't there are still ways to be planned and prepared. So the first thing that I suggest is on Thursday, look at your weekend, write it out. I'm a big put it pen to paper kind of girl like, write it out, put it in your planner or get it somewhere and look at what it is that you've got going on. Because again, the obstacle that comes up is, well, I don't know where we're going to be eating or what that meal is going to look like or what we're going to have going on. Spend some time Thinking about the different events and activities and everything that you've got going on for your weekend. You might not really have much going on, or you might have a lot going on. Write it out so that you can zoom out and just look at, okay, what's going to be going on this weekend? And from there, you can really ask yourself, okay, if we've got a birthday party and then we've got like a sports thing, like, that falls at this time and this time like dinner needs to be you know something super simple and easy or maybe we do need to grab fast food but where can we go that I know I can have a macro friendly option right so again this is the same approach I take with meal planning during the week is look at what you've got going on and how will that affect your meal time because if it's going to fall smack in the middle of dinner you've got a lot of things going on you've got like a brunch or just whatever if you have a game plan and you kind of know and you've got some idea of how you can tackle it or what your schedule looks like, this is you being proactive in your weight loss journey and taking control, taking the reins on, I know it's going to happen. And I also know that I can plan and prepare for it as much as humanly possible. Going along with this, I also encourage people to Do what I call like a kitchen inventory on Thursday, which really just means that you are going to go into your kitchen, just see what you got like, definitely checking out the fridge, the freezer, the pantry and see what you have on hand. You might have some leftover meals. Like I'm thinking right now, I've got some leftover stuff from the week that dinners just made leftovers. And I'm asking myself, like, can I use that for a meal this weekend? And oh, yeah, we're going to be really busy, maybe Saturday night. So I can just reheat the other half of that soup. And again, you can start kind of piecing together what you have in your pantry tree or in your fridge, and where it can go with what you just did, which is, okay, What do I have going on this weekend? And it kind of all starts to come together a little bit. But having a pulse on like what your environment looks like is so important because oftentimes ladies will tell me like, I just, you know, I don't have any food left over by the end of the week. And this is where I just make the strongest suggestion of seeing what you've got. And if you need to go to the grocery store, pop in and grab some really easy Options. We've got a resource inside of our app that it's definitely one of our most popular resources called the Busy Babe Grocery Guide. And it's just like 40 pages of convenience items. So these are those things you can find like in your deli or in the frozen food section that are very macro-friendly, very healthy. You can kind of bulk them up like adding some rotisserie chicken to the you know frozen dinner, some more frozen veggies or whatever. But you can put together these really easy meals because if you are busy or you just don't feel like cooking a lot, then I totally get that. Totally understand. But having an environment that is set up for success is so important. I mean, it just makes the most sense in the world that, yeah, if you don't have anything that is going to fit your macros or is going to help you make choices that align with your goals it's going to be really freaking hard to do that. So setting your environment up for success, pop into the grocery store, just grabbing some things. Or if you're like, well, I don't want to have to do that every weekend, then when you meal plan for the week, thinking ahead to your weekend and saying, okay, no, I'm not going to want to cook this weekend. No, I'm going to be busy or whatever. So let me make sure I grab some extra things. And I'm a huge fan of stocking your freezer and your fridge like this anyways, not just for the weekend because. You never know what's going to happen. Kids get sick. Your schedule gets thrown off. Like something happens, and making sure that your environment is set up for success all the time by having some of those good macro-friendly options in the freezer, in the pantry, that you can turn to and create a good balanced meal is incredibly important to avoid being in that whole like whatever. I'm just going through the drive-through, which. Of course, we all know we can also make good choices in the drive-thru or out to eat, but it just keeps that environment at home really, really set up for success. So do the kitchen inventory on Thursdays or think about it ahead of time when you're doing your meal planning for the week or a monthly thing of like, I'm going to restock. That's kind of what I do. I go to Sam's Club or my Kroger or my Walmart and I just kind of restock those staples that I know I can keep in the freezer, the pantry that aren't going to go bad, that I'm not necessarily planning to use as like a part of my meal plan, but that's there in case I need it. So making sure that you set your environment up for success and also Eating out. I mean, again, coming back around to what your plans are for the week, eating out does not have to equal going off the rails with your macros. Now, if you are giving yourself a flex day, which in our programs, we teach you all about flex days and how to implement these into your journey, which just means a day where you're going to choose memories over macros, go outside of it, outside of your macros, and and you know just enjoy yourself and relax. Those are very special occasions. Again, <laughs> we cannot do that every single weekend. If you're doing that, then that's one thing. But If you're somebody who socializes a lot or you go out to eat a lot or your family does lots of get-togethers or whatever, you can't be doing that all the time and expect to see results, right? Definitely not every weekend. So making sure that if you are going out to eat, you're thinking about it ahead of time and you're looking at the menu and you're choosing options that are going to fit into your day by pre-logging it as much as possible or at least making sure the rest of your your day around that meal out is really, really solid. I mean, if you fill the rest of your day with lots of protein, lots of good veggies, you know, keeping it on maybe the lower calorie side and allowing some more calories for that out to eat meal, but Doing it with intention, not just, you know, hoping that you're going to stay in your macros, planning ahead, pre logging truly will make all the difference in the world, in that you have awareness and accountability when you are eating out. And maybe you are somebody who needs to set some boundaries around this. Again, this is what I went through with my post-COVID you know, weight gain and trying to get it off and, and get back into a body that I felt really good and confident in I had to set some boundaries around these things. And for me, I couldn't go out to eat as much as I was eating out on the weekends when I decided to get serious about my goals, because it was hard to stay in my calorie goal. And the truth is, we don't always know how many calories we're consuming when we're eating out, right? It's just a best guess. And so I realized really quickly that I was going to have to just tone that stuff down just a little bit, right? It's all about balance. It's not like I can't do it at all. But I got to get and check a little bit. And the same was true for alcohol. I had to set drink limits and boundaries around these things. And they were healthy boundaries. They helped me feel empowered because I knew I had goals and I knew that there was a balance. But giving myself a you know limit for how often I was going to eat out helped me stay aligned with my goals and on track with what I was trying to do. So you might need to do that for yourself. You might need to have a little truth talk with your significant other, your friends, and just say like, I, you know, I can't eat out as much as I've been eating out, or I've got to set a limit around the drinks and the socializing and all of these things because I've got these goals. So that is truly so important, planning ahead, thinking about these things ahead of time and not waiting until you're in the moment when you are much more likely to make an impulsive decision that does not align with what it is that you are trying to accomplish, which is getting in that fit, healthy body you want to be in. To go alongside with that, I do have a tip And the tip is to use calorie cycling. This is something that we teach in our programs at Balance by Hillary. If you're inside of our app and you've joined us inside of membership, there is a whole section in the FAQ about calorie cycling. There's a video training. And this is one of those topics that it's honestly like my favorite macro counting tool. And it goes back to what I was saying about using a weekly Calorie average and allowing for more flexibility. So, in short, just to sum it up really quickly, what calorie cycling is, is that you are going to create a schedule of higher calorie days and lower calorie days in your seven day week period, right? So, maybe uh, it is that you are somebody who likes to enjoy more treats on the weekend, maybe you like baking with your kids. So, you like to have a little extra room there to do that, or you like going out or having drinks or eating out. Whatever it might be. With calorie cycling, what you can do is you can take your weekly average calories and you can look at it as, okay, I want to have, let's say, two higher days because I want Friday and Saturday to allow for a little more flexibility, indulgences, treats, whatever going to give yourself more calories on those two days. And you can just kind of pick a calorie goal that you feel is good for you. Everybody's going to be different, right? And then what you can do is take the remaining calories from your week and divide it up between those five days. And you can have a lower calorie amount on those days and give yourself the higher amount on the other days. Now, again, what this does is by the end of the week, you're still coming out in that calorie deficit. You've stayed in your weekly average calories. So this is a huge one that I see for ladies who struggle on the weekend, when they switch to instead of trying to hit like 1800 calories all seven days, they allow themselves maybe like 2000 calories or whatever. And then they lower it, you know, a little bit the other days. This is an awesome way to again, have flexibility, stay within those goals and feel like you can still kind of enjoy the Weekends, just a little more indulgences and whatnot without. Breaking the calorie bank and spinning your wheels on your progress. Another tip I have is to eat foods that you enjoy during the week. This is one of those that I'm like, I see oftentimes that women will come into macro counting and they'll still be a little gun shy about including treats and fun foods like pizza or wine or, you know, cookies or whatever it might be. Like, it's like, oh, for so long, I was told that I couldn't do those things. Right. And see weight loss or that it wasn't healthy. And we know that's not true. We know it's all about balance and moderation. So if you are somebody who is a little gun shy and you haven't quite added in treats yet, but on the weekend, you're kind of overdoing them, maybe sort of binging on them, or it's just you're holding out until the weekend, I want to encourage you to include treats during your week. And I say this all the time, but Tuesday is no different than Saturday. It's just another day of the week, right? Remember, the weekend's not special. So you can have that Cup of ice cream on Tuesday. And I would almost encourage you if you are somebody who sort of struggles with this mentality of weekday dieting where you're just eating like boring food that you don't really enjoy that much during the week. And then it's sending you into this overindulging, like, oh my gosh, I've restricted myself of those treats all week. Now it's the weekend. I'm going to go crazy on them. Change your mindset around this. Start small. Add in some treats during your week. You will see that you can have pizza on a Wednesday and still see the fat loss results you want as long as you're in your calories and hitting that protein, right? You can have ice cream. Guys, I have dessert every single night. (laughs) Like I have my ad my entire weight loss journey. I would have cookies and like some popcorn like every single night. And when you do this, you take those foods off of a pedestal, which again, just helps break up with that restriction mindset that can cause you to overeat, overindulge on those things, which we see a lot of times on the weekend. So start including treats during your week, you know, your favorite foods, your favorite dessert, slowly start adding those things into your week. And I guarantee you that that weekend binge fest will start to lighten up and you won't have as much trouble with overdoing those things on the weekend. Another thing that I always suggest is finding ways to relax outside of food and drink. And and this also kind of goes along with like making weekends fun. Guys, the weekend is meant to be enjoyed and relaxing and you should be letting up just a little bit. I mean, goodness, like that's the whole point. And by saying that you've got to stay on track on the weekend, I don't want you to think that that means that you've got to be crazy on your exercise or, you know, you can't possibly be chilling on the couch relaxing or you need to be eating salads. like That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you can't be over-consuming, going over your calories for three days out of the week and expect that you're going to lose body fat and see those results that you want. But you can still relax on the weekend. And in fact, I encourage you to really truly do that because it's going to make your week more enjoyable, right? Finding ways to relax and have fun on the weekend outside of food and drink is something that... I know sometimes we we can struggle with because we just have associated having drinks or having, you know, indulgent foods as that way of relaxing, but I want you I want to encourage you to rethink this one and try something new. I mean, make your weekends fun. It doesn't have to be your Monday through Thursday exercise routine. Maybe your Way of activity is to go walk around a new park or go for a hike or try something as a family, like go kick a soccer ball. I mean, you don't necessarily have to be like on your gym routine on the weekend in order to see results, but I would encourage you to still move your body, but find fun ways of doing it. You know, this can be a great way to kind of shake things up, but keep your body moving and to. Again, start thinking about incorporating all of these habits as a part of your lifestyle. So many women struggle with maintaining their weight loss, and it's because they don't actually make the habits that they use while they're losing weight a part of their life. So then when the diet's over and they've reached the goal, they go back to those old habits because it's like, well, we're off, we've done it. Now you end up gaining the weight back because now you're more sedentary. You're not as active. You're back to kind of eating those indulgent foods and not paying attention to your portion sizes and balancing your meals, hitting a protein goal. So think about what you're doing on the weekend as a way of really truly establishing the lifestyle change and the habits. So finding fun ways to relax. And again, Overeating typically isn't relaxing. It's not fun. We end up feeling icky whether it be our physically in our body, mentally in our mindset that we've just gone off the rails. And so, what can you do to relax outside of, you know, just food and drink? And this might be a habit change that's hard for, again, anybody who is a little more social. That's what your social group does. And if you haven't listened to my podcast episode, Socializing, How Much Is Too Much, I give a really good pep talk in that episode about how you've got to really change your mindset around this whole idea of, well, if I go out and socialize, I've also got to eat and drink and do all the things. Definitely check that episode out if you think that that relates to you. It's a good one. But just thinking about the different ways and making a list and making plans for, you know, going for a walk. Like I said, just all the different ways that you can relax on the weekend that aren't centered around food and drink. The last tip that I want to give you before we wrap this episode up is to rip the Band-Aid off and start making these changes, okay? I... I get it firsthand that sometimes there's anxiety around changing our life. Like, honestly, like I will tell you, when I realized the weekends were holding me back from getting that weight off, and I started thinking about like, oh my gosh, my friends socialize, and mom and I like to travel and try new restaurants, and I love to cook for the boys and make these like big indulgent breakfasts, and just like, I started having anxiety that... I was not going to have fun on the weekends, that I wasn't going to be able to relax, that I wasn't going to be able to show up in social situations. Like it was just this fear that looking back truly was misguided. Because the truth is, like I just mentioned and kind of all these other tips and points, like you can absolutely still have fun, relax, enjoy the weekend without it meaning that you're going to go off the rails and take a break from your goals. But here's where I see a lot of ladies stuck is that they're not quite ready to have the hard conversations with their partners, or they're not quite ready to like actually make the changes themselves because of this anxiety, or you know something is holding you back, I'm telling you, rip this Band-Aid off, and let me tell you why. What you're probably going to learn is what a lot of my clients have learned, and definitely what I learned for myself, it's not that bad like the anticipation of it being bad is far worse than just doing it. Just try it. I mean, here's how I look at all things. Just give it a try. Say for one weekend, I am really truly, I'm going to get it together. I'm going to like do the thing. I'm going to really stick with my goals, like all the things. Just trial it. It doesn't mean you have to commit that you're going to do that every single weekend if you're somebody who kind of has the anxiety around this. But see how it goes. I'm going to bet that just like my clients and just like myself, you're going to not just see that it wasn't that bad, you are going to love it. Yes, yes, I'm switching gears here and telling you that that bad anxiety, you're going to end up loving it. You are going to realize that there is a balance you can still enjoy, but that it feels so freaking good to be empowered by making intentional decisions and changes that make you feel better in your body physically, make you feel better in your mind mentally, because you know that the promises that you made to yourself that you are going to get in that fit, confident body you want to be in, you're doing it. You're showing up for your habits, not just part of the time, not just, you know, 50, whatever percent, but like the whole time. And it is so much more enjoyable and relaxing when you get to Sunday night and you're like, Okay, I, I didn't just blow this whole thing. I'm telling you, just try it. This is my my one request is for you to say for one weekend, I'm gonna try it. And I would almost guarantee by the end of that weekend, you're going to feel so much better that you're going to be excited about doing it again the next weekend. But don't fall victim to the not ever trying it part. Because that's where I see so many women be held back. They just stay stuck in that familiar, comfortable routine that they're not even willing to try changing it on the weekends. And again, I am all for like the small changes and kind of just changing like one thing. Like maybe it's just the kitchen inventory on Thursday and planning and, you know, trying that part out. All for the small changes, but I also see that ripping the band-aid off and fully committing to a, you know, solid weekend feels so much better and, and gets the momentum going and speeds. Up that progress that you're wanting to see more than just kind of dipping your toe in because you still might not really see the progress that you want. Now, what I do think you will learn sort of slowly over time is what works for you and what the balance looks like for you. Because again, some of my ladies are single, some of my ladies are married, some of my ladies are moms, some of my ladies are career, some ladies are traveling, and some ladies are homebodies. Like Whatever it is for you, you're going to figure out like how you can navigate the weekend for your personal obstacles and and lifestyle and what works for you. That'll take some time, but rip the bandaid off and start making these changes like the next weekend that you have that you don't have like a, you know, maybe something really special event, like try these things and see if it does not change the game for you. It will skyrocket your confidence that you can do this and that is one of the most important things that you can have in your journey is the confidence in yourself that i can commit to a plan i can follow through on it and now look at these results like when the results start rolling in because you're staying on track with the weekend it's over like game over you will be crushing it so i hope that this episode provided some insight for you into how you can stop sabotaging your weekend weight loss if you're struggling with this would really encourage you to join us inside of our Balance by Hillary app. Join our membership. Become a part of our community. One thing that I do see oftentimes with ladies is that having that community support of, hey, I'm struggling with this. And having other ladies give you tips and build you up. Not to mention, again, the resources that we have inside of our app, like our Busy Babe Grocery Guide, our Weight Loss Pep Talk video, you know, just so many things that can kind of be tools that will help you Amongst all the other things that you get inside of the app, like our recipes, you can do our signature program, the 28-Day Macro Challenge. We're so excited for how this program now runs. It is inside of our app. So used to, we ran the challenge live, and there was a start date and an end date. What we have been working on for the, gosh, it feels like forever now, inside of our new app is the ability for you to start that program on your time and go through it on your time. So you don't have to worry that like the end date's coming and you've got to get caught up like you walk through the material. We've also simplified it. We have a whole new approach that we're really teaching you when it comes to macro counting. That's really focused on just your calories and your protein, which makes it a lot easier than stressing over four numbers. I'm so pumped for all the ladies that have joined us and are going through the challenge. If you've never counted macros before, our 28 Day macro challenge walks you step by step through it. You don't have to know a single thing, and you get to use our BBH macro calculator that's going to give you your calories and protein. You can literally get started right now. Like, so freaking excited for everybody that's joined. And if you're needing some structure, some support, a true program to teach you these things, also the mindset side of things, we do a lot of that work definitely check out our app. I will link it in the show notes. I'm really just so thrilled to finally have it live and to be able to, you know, have you guys join us. Our community is hands down, hands down, the best part of it. So I'll link that in the show notes if you are interested. But take these tips, think about them, maybe write about it, journal about it. You'll know I'm big about that. And shoot me a message over on Instagram. If you listen to this episode, if you had any light bulb moments or aha moments, if you take my challenge of ripping the bandaid off and tackling your weekend sabotage and you're wanting a little extra support shoot me a message i want to cheer you on and if you actually do it definitely shoot me a message i want to congratulate you for taking action and putting yourself in the driver's seat of your weight loss journey to get yourself into the fittest most confident body that you can have thanks for spending some time with me today i will see you in the next one bye Thanks for hanging out with me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode of It's All About Balance. And if you did enjoy today's show, make sure that you're subscribed so that you never miss a new episode. If you have not already, please connect with me on social media. I absolutely love meeting you guys and getting to know you. I will drop the links to my social in the show notes as well as our website. And I will see you guys next time.